Holy Moses, can you believe what's going on in the world right now? Holy Moses, where do we get that phrase from? If you look it up, it means a, uh, an exclamation of surprise or amazement. It's most likely a minced oath or a, a cleaned up taboo version. It was popularized in America as an expression often used by Billy Batson, the alter ego of superhero Captain Marvel. And if you keep scrolling Holy Moses on Google, you'll find some interesting questions. Is saying Holy Moses a sin? It is considered a curse and therefore not acceptable. <laughs> it's only acceptable when actually talking about hell. Used as an exclamation of anger, surprise, confusion, etc., it is not acceptable. Well, <laughs> all this according to who, right? <laughs> who knows? But we've all said it. And we've all used the stronger, more taboo versions as well. Wouldn't you think, though, that Peter, John, and James would have cried, Holy Moses, when they actually saw Moses standing there on the, on the mountaintop? They could have cried, Holy Elijah, too. Maybe they did. One thing is for sure. They were surprised and amazed to see these holy men from the Scriptures standing there with Jesus. Transfiguration Sunday is the day we're told to consider Jesus. That's what the writer of the Hebrews says. Jesus, you should know, is more deserving of glory than Moses. Well, doesn't that sound a bit obvious for us today, right? I mean, I wouldn't think any of us are here today to worship Moses or glorify Moses. We know Jesus is greater than Moses. He's greater than anyone. Except, of course, his father. But let's, for a moment, put ourselves in the place of these other three guys, Peter, James, and John. For these three men, that anyone or anything was greater than Moses might indeed have come as a shock. And let's place ourselves on the mountain where the transfiguration happened. Mount Tabor in Israel. There you have it. It's no Mount Hood. <laughs> Nevertheless, it's 1,886 feet above sea level, very steep and rocky in most places. It's covered with trees and shrubs, but under those trees and shrubs are a very rocky, steep hillside. This is the place Jesus chose to get away from everything for a special moment in time. Obviously, the village there, those houses, that wasn't all there 2,000 years ago. It's very remote. You think you could climb this? In my teens or 30s, you know, I, I probably could have scaled up that thing in an hour. You know, couldn't we all, right? Nowadays, I got to keep my eyes looking down to the ground, right? Right in front of my feet. Anything other than flat ground bears considerable caution. Roots and rocks are all you'd see going up this thing. Maybe several stops along the way to look around and take it all in. Step and breathe, step and breathe. But let's assume that the disciples are better hill climbers than we are. 
If these steps came easily to them, it, it isn't hard to imagine that they climbed this thing with the, with the grand stories that they'd heard about the heroes of old running through their minds. Because, you know, God met with their ancestors on tops of mountains like this. Likely for Peter, James, and John, when they were small children, when the night would come and it was bedtime, grandma or grandpa would do story time. You know, the stories of old, David and Goliath, David the king of Israel, Elijah the prophet, Joseph the prince of Egypt, but the best story of them all was the other prince of Egypt, Moses. Even the story of his birth was near impossible. Scooped up out of the Nile River in his baby basket by the Egyptian royal household and raised as their own. Then the burning bush, the escape from Egypt, the parting sea, the commandments from God written on stone tablets, water from rocks. Oh, there was so much to learn about Moses. So much to tell. So much was written and handed down by this great servant of God. Peter, James, and John, even Jesus, every Jew descended from the Hebrews, the Israelites, knew these world-forming stories from Moses. And suddenly these three followers of Jesus find themselves on Mount Tabor, not just with Jesus, but also with Moses and Elijah too. Sadly, Elijah gets very little focus on Transfiguration Sunday, but the thing is to consider Jesus. He's greater than Moses, certainly greater than Elijah. Jesus is more worthy of glory than others that the disciples idolized and idealized. Jesus is greater. Consider Him. Peter comes up with what seemed a reasonable idea. What if we stayed here for a while? Let's, let's put up a few tents and... Uh, and camp for a few days. But did he mistake the moment as a chance for them to glory in Moses and Elijah rather than follow down the mountain the glory of God himself in the person of Jesus Christ? It sounds like he did because there's that voice of God the Father, God the Father coming down to correct the situation, right? Listen to Jesus, my son. Listen to him. He's so much more worthy of glory than Moses. You and I have the benefit of knowing how the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus will play out and what it means. But Peter, James, and John would have to learn over time. And they're going to learn that God's version of glory looks a lot like shame. As the one who is greater than Moses will hang on a cross, beaten and bloodied, a punishment reserved for the lowest of criminals. If while going up this mountain they remembered what their families had told them about Moses, on the way down, maybe they thought about what they could tell their families about Jesus. Do you think they could have imagined that in a few years they would be writing down the history of God's intervention in this world as did Moses thousands of years before? Hard to imagine that they could have ever thought they'd be doing that. Consider Jesus, who is more worthy of glory than Moses. 
Moses is from old, goes way back, thousands of years. The Jews have been flocking to him for generations, but Jesus was with God from the beginning. Moses looked like he did a lot of great things, separated the sea, caused bread to, be, uh, to, bread to eat to be found on the desert, made water flow out of a rock, but Jesus walks on water. He is the bread of life. He is living water. And it was God who made all those miracles happen through Moses anyways. Moses wrote the sacred words, but Jesus is the word. If Moses were here with us right now, he'd say the same thing as John the Baptist. Don't look to me for salvation. The one who is coming will bring forgiveness and salvation. In fact, he's already here. And I am not worthy to untie his sandals. The glory the disciples saw on Moses' face there on that mountain is the reflected glory of Jesus. The promised land which Moses and the people journeyed toward, that's rest in Jesus. Moses took our spiritual ancestors out of Egypt to freedom, but as glorious as that was, it's just not on the same level as the exodus Jesus performs. He brings us out of servitude to sin, to freedom from sin's deadly consequence. You believe in Jesus, you'll live forever. So consider Him. He offers that freedom to every one of us today. And considering Him, listen, hear Him, and obey the voice of God. He says to you, listen to my Son. Listen to what He says to you about you and your life. But also the words He spoke to His disciples just days before they climbed this hill together. That He must die and rise to lead people on the most glorious exodus the world has ever seen. Bringing you and me and all people who listen and believe out of death into life. He's worth more glory than Moses. And you already knew that coming in here. But do consider him, especially in these trying times. If more people consider Jesus over the glory of their ancestors or themselves, the world would be a much better place. And this especially goes for world leaders who, who stir things up causing unnecessary destruction, pain, and death. Listen to Jesus. Follow Him. Follow Him to that other hill outside the capital city gates, Calvary. We'll do that together starting Wednesday as we have crosses made of ash put on our foreheads to consider our sin and consider the one who takes it away on the cross. Amen.